<laughs> Girl Scout, is that a clue? Cookies. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. All right, well, we're back. A couple weeks ago, we are sitting here talking to all these questions. I got a pile of questions in front of me again. And uh, Melina and I, we were just sitting here laughing because, you know, we were kind of reviewing the, the last podcast. And Christian is the only person I know whose birds fly north in the winter. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure you guys were paying attention. That's what it was. That's what it was. So what we did this last week is um, – because Christian's grown up in a world of GPS, so he doesn't actually have to know <laughs> what north, north, south, east, or west, and the which way the sun rises. For you, Christian, which direction does the sun rise? West. Oh, the sun rises in the west? No. Only for Christian. Does everybody get Another that? test. <laughs> Never eat. You better ask Siri. <laughs> He's the guy that goes against the grain. Exactly. Two concepts. Be unique, guys. Be unique. All right, so here we go. We got some questions. Let's get right to it. Uh, and uh, if you're listening to this one, uh, go back, listen to Spill the Beans Part 1, and this will be Spill the Beans Part 2 here so we can have some more some more questions get answered. All right, well, we're going to start with one we get asked a lot, and I'm going to go to Celine on this one because I remember um, us talking about this before in the past, but... I get this a bunch, especially in people come to the club introductions. They send emails later. They ask at club meetings. And, you know, where can I get all those forms and contracts that you guys all get and, and, and you, you place all these offers with? Where, where can I just get all those things? Celine? Hey. Hi, guys. Hi. So, um, yeah, I remember uh, back in the day when we started, that was one of the – worries that cross our mind for a moment. But uh, all what I can say right now is uh, don't worry about that because, you know, once you find a potential lead, what you actually need to do is just go and partner uh, with the, one of the senior investors, which is what we uh, did uh, with Mike Baness and with you and Melina. So, you know, unless you are having the money on your bank account and you are going to buy the property with your own money at your own risk, then yes, uh, worry it and ask for the forms, right? <laughs> but since, I mean, that's the easiest answer. So you're actually partnering with the senior investor for the purpose of that investor is going to, you know, assume all the risk and uh, put the money in their name. So the the form shouldn't even be a, a concern. Got it. So, yeah. So if you're listening, forms and contracts. I I mean, it's so good because I I don't know how many seminars we actually went to, honey, where that was, you know, what it was all about, right? Like hand us this big book full of all these forms and we felt like we had value. Right. And I think it's important because I, I believe that as a strategy, well, I know as a strategy we learned in one of the other seminars we went to is just write the contracts and then, you know, don't worry about really how you're going to follow through with it. And it's it's truly um, the opposite of what I, I believe. I always tell students, don't make an offer you're not willing to close on. So if you're not really willing to close on the offer or you're not able to close on the offer, then don't make it. Because otherwise you're just wasting your time, your resources, and that of others that are around you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I always tell people, think about it this way. If, if you're going to write a contract and put a number, 
in that contract, that better be your money yeah. that you're doing. Because otherwise, you're really, you also are doing the community, real estate investors as a whole. You're really doing a disservice That's to right. all of them. That's where we get a bad name. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're throwing numbers out there. And then we meet people all the time, especially wholesalers, right, mm. who are trying to wholesale properties to us that aren't in the club, don't know what they're doing. They went out and took a wholesaling class, so they just throw any number on a piece of paper, try to wrap the property up, and then get us to bite at, at any one of those those numbers. So you were gonna you're gonna add to that, John? Yeah. I mean for Celine and I when when we first started, because we were so green about real estate, if if somebody had given us the forms and the contracts, we'd have been super impressed and we and we maybe even would have used them at some stage <laughs> without actually knowing what the heck they meant anyway. <laughs> you know, so it would have been detrimental to us to actually have them because we probably would have used them in the wrong in the wrong position mm-hmm. so well there you go well because we mentioned you got something else you want to add yeah um the contract it reminds me of something melina told me once about contracts and um Uh-oh. and basically because i've got some pretty powerful contracts now things because i've done a lot of creative things but um melina told me one time that Giving when I first started this, getting involved in this, giving me a contract would have been like holding, uh, handing a loaded weapon to a toddler. That's basically what she told me, and it made sense because I remember going to seminars. Specifically, I remember one seminar, and when I went to buy, when I went to buy, they gave me a list of all these contracts. It was two pages worth of contracts, like a list, two pages long worth of contracts that they were going to give me. And I was so excited, and I went and I got all the contracts. And I was so afraid to use the contracts. I never did anything because I didn't really understand what they were. And it wasn't until I started plugging in to somebody else who was not afraid to put their name on it. That's the first thing. But after the fact, now I look back at that, like that package of contracts and I was so excited. And you know what kind of contracts were in there? Uh, the W-2, the W-9, <laughs> like, you know, uh, regular, normal, everyday forms, nothing special. There was nothing special in those forms and nothing – when it came down to the actual like purchase contracts and things like that, there was nothing in there that was specific to the deal that I'm working on today. Got and it. I had to go – and now I have to go write my own contracts anyways for the deal I'm working on. So none of that mattered at all. None of it mattered at all in hindsight. Got it. Um, but I remember being super excited and I bought – programs because of a special contract that they were going to give me that was going to make me a million dollars wow well we touched on it thank you guys we, we we touched on and i said the word wholesale in there somewhere and there's some some questions in here mike specifically about wholesaling you being you know the the top dog if you will in the club as far as wholesaling and done the most wholesales and i know you don't know how many that is but it's obviously you've done a lot um there's so many questions about wholesaling from when's it a good option? Should I, is that my, should that be my starting strategy? And then how do I go about building a, a list? And I hear Mike talk about it all the time, but I'm really confused on this whole wholesaling idea. And um, there's even a question like, how do I shortcut this? <laughs> and so maybe you could just talk on, on kind of that, that list of um, random questions I got here from all these different people about wholesaling. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when I started this business, you know, for me, I'm like, well, I don't have any money and I don't know how to fix a house, (laughs) you know, and I had been to like other seminars and stuff and they're like, oh yeah, just be a wholesaler. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I'll just do that. You know, not knowing what that actually means, you know, and at the end of the day, 
you still have to acquire the lead. You know, yes, I focus on wholesaling because it, 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 it was an exit strategy for me. So I was the wholesaler, but I still had to tie up the property and I could have chose to flip it. I just chose to wholesale it because of those specific deals I was dealing with at the time. You know, so, you know, everybody, I think it's more of a buzzword than anything today. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like what Tim was saying, like, oh, the contracts. Yeah. I mean, I see so many other gurus and people online and things out there, you know, pitching contracts or saying wholesaling as really a sales tactic because mm-hmm. they want you to buy their whatever, mm-hmm. you know, their which boot is boot camp for the weekend. Right. And, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, those contracts are useless. Yeah, I would never even use, I would never touch those with a 10-foot pole because of it just opens you up for so much liability. You know, the same thing with wholesaling. It's like, oh, well, I can just do this. Well, you can lose money in wholesaling too, actually. <laughs> you know, so having people walk, you know, look over your shoulder, you know, having help and assistance and, you know, having a senior investor, somebody that knows more than you, you know, help you put together a deal, it's, it's extremely powerful. And even, yeah, I mean, the, gosh, the first wholesale I did, I went to Molina. You know, I went to, went to Mike Biglane, went to a couple of different people to get help in putting it together because I, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And that was scary for me. And another thing, too, I know a lot of people ask me, like, Mike, how do you have, like, you know, a buyer's list? Like, I just need a buyer's list. I need a massive big buyer's list. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, I think that's completely incorrect. I think that's completely wrong. Um, a big buyer's list is, to be honest with you, pretty useless. What, what you need is the right buyer's list. Because, you know, what I've learned in this business is, you know, yeah, I could market a property to hundreds of people, but I don't have any relationships with them. Can they close? Are they good people? Are they going to stab me in the back? Are they going to try to rip me off? Like, what are their intentions? There's no way for me to have a relationship with hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of ten, you know, when I wholesale, even I know in Molina wholesales too, like we have like our top like four or five people we call Mm -hmm. that can execute, that we trust, that we have a relationship with. And to be honest with you, I'm completely okay selling them everything because I know that my deal is not at risk. Right. You know, whereas if I just blasted it out to the world, who knows who's on the other receiving end of that email line. Right. You know, and not everybody has um, the best intentions for you. Definitely outside of our club. People, you know, they want to tear, destroy, and steal from you is the bottom line. Yeah, it does feel like that sometimes for sure. So what you're really saying is that buyer's list, it really needs to go back to the, that relationships no matter what. And we say it over and over and over. This business is all about relationships. And so those of you that are looking at, at wholesaling, I would, I, would, I would speak to this and say you've got to find the lead. That's why when we teach, you know, if you come to our initial training or if you're listening to this and you've been to initial training, you see the way in chronology, if you will, we start, you know, the very beginning, you know, we're talking about, first of all, we set up the foundation of our relationship, right? This is what we expect. And then let's move forward. Number two, we got to go find leads. We don't teach you go wrap up a property so you can wholesale it. Go find this type of deal so you can make this creative property or subject to or this. We find leads. We evaluate that lead, and then we back into the acquisition and or the exit strategy that we're, that we're working on. And that's so backwards from where we've been to. You know, We've gone to so many seminars where we literally bought seminars for you know, this strategy. It sounded good, mm-hmm. right? 
So we're like, yeah, we're in. That's a good Except drive. it was irrelevant. <laughs> it didn't work in California. Yeah. We, we've been down that route. I mean, if you guys haven't heard us before say, you know, we've we've been there, done that. Yeah. Bought the money or bought the seminars and gone to the gurus and gone to the hotels and all that other stuff. And so, which leads me to my next question. I'm actually going to, I'm going to bring this one to, um, to, I'm going to start with Kathy on this one. And she's looking at me going, oh gosh, where's he going? What? <laughs> so Kathy, you, you, you talk to a lot of students, you answer, you know, a lot of the questions and emails and phone calls, all that good stuff that we get. And, um, you know, I, I've heard it. I know I've heard you answer it, but you know, what makes this, this club and like this place so different? Like people sometimes will call, maybe they get an introduction down to the club or it's their first time checking out. Then they call you and then they, 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 they're looking for maybe confirmation or something like that. So, you know, what's, what's different about the club versus, I mean, all these other people that are on TV and gurus and I get emails and all this stuff. What, what would you say to somebody that calls you up and asks you about that? What's, what's different about this place? Well, the first thing is they're talking to me. Mm. No. Um, That's true. It is true. It, you know, that you, you call the club and a you're going to talk to somebody. You're going to talk to me. You're going to talk to Frank. You're going to talk to Adriana. You're going to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, not a random not a random line, a 1-800 number? Right. Okay. And you're going to get the truth. You know, whatever your question is, is going to get answered. Um, you know, like. I don't really know real estate questions. So when people call me, I don't really have the answer. Right. So it's like, let me pass the message on or let me find that, that, you know, the answer for you. Um, that's the first thing for me that sets us apart from anybody because people want to talk to people, mm-hmm. you know, they want to call and talk to somebody that's real, somebody that's going to be honest. Um, so that's the first thing. That sets us apart. Besides, we have a physical office. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to call us, you can come down 2,900 Adams and you'll see me. <laughs> you open the door and you'll see me. Um, so besides us being there at the office and having a real, a real place to come to, um, it just, the, the, you know, the whole club is filled with ordinary, regular people wanting to be extraordinary. You know, they're just, they, they want to do something bigger in life. They, uh, they have hopes and dreams, and they just don't know how to get there. They don't know how to accomplish it. Wow, so, cool. you know, you, you come to a place where there's people that already are either on that journey or very close to whatever it is they're wanting to do in life, and you just imitate that to the best of your ability. And you, you know, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you. I, um, I get a question here that says, so tell us, like, you guys always talk about teams and you guys are building teams. And I don't know what it means to be on a team. And then on top of it, why are you guys actually building teams? So because I'm sitting there looking at Kathy and Frank sitting right beside her, I'm going to throw that at Frank. So Tell, help people understand teams and how would they become part of a team and what does that look like and why are you building a team yourself and so forth? Well, I, I know last episode we covered uh, relationships and uh, those relationships are going to spawn our teams. 
So in working with you guys for years, and you know, the only reason I did this is because I've known Dave for so long and just his integrity and everything. I, I you know, we talked about um, overcoming doubts and skepticism. I never had any doubt or skepticism. The only doubt or skepticism I had was about me if I was going to be able to do it. So um, just, you know, getting mentored by the right people, you know, Dave and Melina, um, they really um, were just there for me to make sure that, and that was based on relationship. It wasn't about, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about uh, anything. It was about me being able to provide for my family and do this. So um, getting to be a part of their team to begin with, and then uh, them pouring into me, then me being able to model that for the people that I'm working with, like, uh, you know, working with Mike Vaness uh, back when he was uh, very young, and then, you know, meeting Jason, and now most currently I'm working with um, uh, Daniel, Monique, Joe, um, just everything that they've taught me on, um, you know, how to build business relationships and it not being about the dollar, because when you get focused on the dollar and you lose focus of people, um, that's not going to be a good thing. You're going down a bad a bad road that's going to not end well. So as long as you, you know, stay focused on uh, those relationships and people, putting people first, um, that those are the kind of teams that we're looking to build. So I'll just say, you know, for me, when I'm speaking with somebody that's, you know, I'm, I'm the operations manager. So having a team is very important for me. So in, in pouring into other people, it's really, um, I have a lot of experience with making sure I have the right team and uh, so I can organize my time, uh, getting people um, that have, uh, strengths where I'm weak into my team are uh, very important. So, you know, just when I'm talking to someone who's called the office and wants to work with us, you know, um, it's ne- for me, it's ne- people are closing deals there every day, every week, all of us that are there, including club members with senior investors. So um, I would just say, you know, why would I want to add you to my team? So in order for me to find that out, I need to get to know that person. So you know, that's, that's why we created the club. You know, there's going to be meetings. You're going to come to get to know people because maybe we don't know right away where you're going to fit in, but we'll figure it out as we get to know you and your strengths and weaknesses yeah. uh, start to show up and we can put you where um, it's going to be a good fit for everybody. Yeah, I think that's that, that's really key, right? So for me, and I'm sure Melina would piggyback on this, but one of the things when I, I grow reluctant, you know, especially when people want to – we always get asked, you know, like, you know, how can I, how can I be part of this? How can I be part of that? But then people come and then they disappear, you know, like we have a lot going on inside the club when it comes to meetings and mastermind meetings and like all of our additional classes. And like, obviously our classes are not, you know, included in our membership. They're not required or anything like that. They're just there. But at some point that really needs to be somebody's thought process. Hey, I want to run a business. There's all these other classes and things that are happening in the club. If I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to plug into every single thing I can so I can get to those relationships. Apprehension sets in, at least for me, when I see somebody join and I don't see them for three months, you know, and then they come back and they actually act, they act like they know me, you know. Oh, hey, Dave, how's it going? And I'm like, mm, I kind of remember you, but I really, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't remember your name. You know, and I think that's a maybe a, a I don't I don't know what what the word or how to articulate what that looks like, but Frank hit on it. You know, you've got to plug in. We can find strengths and weaknesses, and then those of us that are looking for strengths and weaknesses in, in our teams or things that we that can add value, 
right? As a new person, that's really what you got to be looking for is I have, how can I add value to a team that's already working? These people are here. They're, they're running a business, and I want to run a business. So how can I add value to them and not come from a perspective of I just the other day, somebody I haven't seen them from an entire year, right? Mm-hmm. Just come in. Oh, I'm just I'm getting plugged back in. Hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I'm like, it's so rude that you haven't been here for an entire year and you just hit me with like 13 questions, you know, in the hallway in the middle of a meeting. I think, you, know? you know what? I think if I were going to say to me, this comes down to uh, people really, you know, we don't expect you to know or to even understand what value you bring. When you show up, that's the value. Right. So I think what you're really saying, and I think people get confused with this, is I don't want people to hear that we have some expectation of some skill set that you bring. Very good. That is not it. It is. We just want you to show up. Like, you know, this club was built on our backs through our blood, sweat, and tears. And so we just want you to show up. Like, if you show up, and that's and when I look around this room, and I go, we're a bunch of, like, messy misfits in here. You know, <laughs> there ain't no... <laughs> perfectly imperfect people um and so there's 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 lots of extraordinary everybody in here is extraordinary but nobody has some outstanding skill set where i go that right there is the one thing we're missing right that's what we need it's not that it is we're looking for people that have the same mindset and the same heart drive and commitment that we do that's all it's really that simple right and with that heart drive and commitment that's where the priorities show up right right so you know we produce a, a schedule a quarter in advance, right? So four months out, there's a schedule produced. And I actually get people who are, be like, you know, talking to me and they go, when's the next meeting? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I immediately go to that person does not have the right mindset to run this business. It's, it's It hasn't, hasn't shifted to a priority. If I go back a few weeks ago when we were talking to John and Celine and they were saying, you know, we've got a few hours here and a few hours here and a few hours here. If you're going to do this business, that few hours – as many times as practical needs to plug into that business. And now where we've made it, it's ridiculously silly. Now I can't make a club meeting. Awesome. Well, guess what? They're streamed. (laughs) They're recorded, right? When they're recorded, like you should be jumping on there and sharing, Hey, I I just watched this video and either here's a question I got from something I missed that I would have liked to ask you know, at, in that um, session, or here's something I got from it and then I'm applying to my business. Those are the people that we look at and go, that's how you build relationships. That's how you build teams. Because teams, they naturally happen. I don't know. I don't go out looking for somebody like Melina said, oh, there's the aha moment. That person can do this for me. Right? I look around this room and look at the, the teams and how people work together. I don't think any one of you sat down and said, I had to go find, you know, a particular player for a particular position. So mm-hmm. anyways. Were you going to add great. something, Tim? Oh, Kathy. Kathy, want to add something? Go, go for it. What you're talking about, Dave, usually when you show up at the club, somebody's natural gift just appears. And that's usually how you know that's the person I want for my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what your core purpose is or what you're gifted at doing shows up at the club and attracts other club members to be, put you on your team. Yeah. I say it all the time and I'll, always say it obviously it's just my 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 total belief but you know if you're going to do this business your top five friends the people you spend the most time with in your life need to be doing this business so and i look around this room and go uh yep i pretty much hang out with all of you all the time Mm -hmm. you know so um (laughs) 
All right. Well, moving on. Moving on from that, I wanted to go back to one. All right. So I can piggyback on this one, but I don't want to keep talking. So, common question: entities and entity formations. S corp. Should I be an S corp? Should I be a C corp? Do I need an LLC? Do I go to Delaware, Wyoming, Nevada? Uh, what do I do? Where do I go? What am I doing? This last seminar told me to do this. Um, I have three LLCs already. And you told me I don't need one. What should I do? Um, is there anyone anyone wants to take that so I don't have to talk on that topic for the whole time? Tim or Oscar? Cause... Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Because they're the oldest. I was just going to say get to class. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge question. Yeah, there's a bunch there. Good, John. For for Celine and I, I mean, we we didn't know when was the right time, mm-hmm. you know, and we sought guidance from those senior members within the club you know we we trusted in people's advice to say hey you're not closing a deal in your name anyway so (laughs) right now you don't need that asset protection you know you have no liability on that deal so you know when the timing's right and and mike you know he became my coach and our mentor and said you know when the time's right we'll talk about that you know we'll talk about the entity because you need to be making enough money that makes sense that you now have it yeah. And as we closed some deals and we piggybacked off of Mike, you know, our taxes were taken care of through through that side, you know, working with Mike. But now it became a point where Mike said, hey, we're closing some deals next year. You know, we're just about to go through Christmas and the new year. We've got some some stuff in the pipeline. You need to get your entity sorted out. So, you know, here's Mark Kohler's details. And, you know, you need an S-Corp rather than a C-Corp or an LLC for this, for that, for this. Yeah. And we got it solved. We we then used a professional to take care of it for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead, Frank. Um, well, I'll just tell you what's not the right time. It's when the moment you decided to be get into real estate. That's not the time to go and sign for uh, an entity because that's that's what I did. And um, yeah, it took me a long time to undo all that and pay the penalties because I didn't know how to use the the that. I hadn't been educated on that because I mean I got laid off from my job in two thousand nine. And I was like, I'm do real estate. I don't know what it's look like, but I need a corp, right? I mean, I've, I've read that. I, I, I've been to some <laughs> seminars like in the 90s, and I kind of remember that. So I got one. Uh, I was working with Kevin at the time. We got that. So we had to sit down, have a meeting, and cover all the stuff. Hey, how do we undo all this stuff? And um, so, yeah, a lot of money. definitely don't go and get a corporation to start because <laughs> it, it, there's just no point. I mean, and there's penalties for that. <laughs> I, I, I would say this. Think about it this way. Um, when you first come or when you're getting your first deals done, I don't care whether you join the club tomorrow or whether you join the club a year ago and you're working on closing your first deals. I know this, that if you need money behind that deal, you're going to need to have some credibility, right? So, 99% of the people that come to the club don't have the ability to write a check for a house. So they're going to have to go get funding somehow. That funding is generally found through either hard money or private money. And both of those are going to require some sort of credibility. Mm-hmm. If you can't show them credibility in that you've closed deals and have a track record, they're going to want something or you know whether it's skin in the game by you having money and or some sort of um, track record with that. And if you're working with someone else, they have those relationships already to be able to go get that funding. And they're going to be using one of their entities. So it's really not a necessary expense for anybody to go jump into. So the question that, you know, is here multiple times, 
listening to this, don't go set up an entity. When <laughs> the time is right, um, any one of the coaches or senior investors or any one of us um, are going to tell you, hey, it, now it's time to go get some advice. And I'm not giving you legal or accounting advice here. That's my disclaimer. Um, but uh, we'll point you in the right direction at the right time based on our experiences. But setting one up now so you can pay California 800 bucks a year and do a tax return is just a waste of money. And um, especially when you don't pay them, right, Frank? That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they come back years later. Okay, so let's see. What's my, my next question here? Oh, there there was at the end of our last podcast, um, honey, you made a, a statement that you were going to tell people how we met. I Do know, but tell. we're out of time. So no. <laughs> oh, no, we're not out of time. Not at all. We're not out of time. In fact, you said you were going to say, how did we meet? You told them two weeks ago that you were going to tell them. And Kevin, sitting back there, is known as since 17. He doesn't know. Frank doesn't know. So I am so interested right now. I've been sitting on pins and needles just wondering what on earth is she going to come up with because I know she's not going to tell how we actually let's, met. Let's hear the unicorn story. Come on, Melina. The unicorn story, the one that's <laughs> – Remember, we talk about being real. <laughs> the oh, truth man. is we met in Xanadu. Z- huh? Yeah. What are you talking about? Is that like the never-ending story? Or yes. Xanadu. Zarnia? <laughs> Zarnia. Yeah, I have no idea what you're Zanadu. talking about. It's because you were too young, babe. But trust me. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. We're too young. Citizen Kane. Stork brought Dave. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something about a team mom. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so <laughs> he went there. He did. <laughs> There are a lot of running jokes oh, I around know, this. I know, Every, I know. I've yeah. never seen Melina sweat before. <laughs> <laughs> you see me sweat all the time. I'm in menopause. menopause. <laughs> wow. I can't believe yeah. you went there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I always say the math doesn't work. You know, I'm a grandpa mm-hmm. and the math doesn't work. Don't try to figure it out because. Okay. So I'm, I'm older than Dave and there you have it. Everybody wanted to know. <laughs> So there it is. But but what's the story? Though? Well, the story is we're in we're in the some the same decade, not very often. So there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> and as it is right now, we are in the same decade, thankfully. So, uh, yeah. For, mm-hmm. What does that have to do with us? How we met? Though? <laughs> I'm trying to you know go down a different path. <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> shiny <laughs> objects. <laughs> so you're clearly avoiding that. Totally avoiding it. So just put the rumors right. to, to rest. Okay. When, when you talk about the team, all right, you I was actually, not your team mom. You were not. And my team when mom we met, yes. Okay. So let's okay. just go there. Uh, I was not a chaperone <laughs> at any prom of yours. And so let's see what else are the running jokes that we can you believe that that these people have said those things to me, Josh? Can you even believe it? It's awful. I know you weren't his name. So I. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, just FYI, I'm not that much older, but you I wasn't know, the, he I was, wasn't the coolest was, kid in school dating the chicken, <laughs> graduating college. I was never a substitute teacher. That was said. Um, yep. Let's see. None of those are the truth. It, it was just, we met through uh, some mutual friends. <laughs> That's the truth. And he was in his twenties. We were both in our twenties when we met. So oh. how's that? Yeah. That's, and you're not getting any other details. Well, I'll have to think it through. I'll have to think through how to tell the story. What was our first date? Uh, Our first date was a Garth Brooks concert. End of story. (laughs) Drop the mic. Drop the mic right there. (laughs) 
<laughs> With that, we are going to call this done. I'm going to let her off the hook because there's no way she's going to actually tell you all of it. Sito. She just walked out the room, guys. So, <laughs> calling it a day. With that, we're going to uh, call this a wrap. We we have a bunch more questions here. I'm not sure whether or not we're going to do this as a part three, or maybe we'll pick this up at, at, at another time. But there's a ton of questions. In fact, here's what I'll do for you guys that are listening. If you have questions that you'd like us to cover in, in future podcasts, um, and no, Mark, don't write anymore. We want more details about how we met because I know you will. But um, Mark asks the question, how does Sam get on our bed? <laughs> yeah. Sam is our dog, by the way. Um, <laughs> so if you want, you can send us an email at uh, info, I-N-F-O, at newwealthadvisors.com. And uh, maybe we can feature some of them in, in future podcasts or in, in club meetings. And uh, we'll see what it looks like as we go through um, all of these this piles of questions here. So with that, we're going to call it a wrap. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs> <laughs>